With the season of spring upon us, many citizens of Bloomington may be noticing the vibrant signs in nature, from blossoming trees to the sounds of the songbirds. As a fellow citizen stuck inside most of the day, I noticed that the birds seemed to stand out more than before, and I wondered whether or not the birds have always been this vocal during this time of the year, or if it was just an outcome of a world living with less commotion. With this in mind, I talked with Bloomington citizen David Roop about the appearance of birds in our state and why we should take note of this right now. David Roop is the owner and guide of Indigo Nature Tours, a company that was formed in 2013 with the goal of providing ecotourism that is, quote, education and experiential based, end quote. Roop explained that his job is to teach people about birds, nature, and the history of the land in Indiana, along with taking regional trips to places such as Lake Erie and the Indiana Dunes. Roop answered my question with his own observations from recent excavations and being a fellow birdwatcher himself. One of my goals is really to get people to do exactly what you're talking about, which is you know, open your eyes and ears and become connected and, and see what's going on around you. And and so it's it's both that for you and and then also it's it's uh, April in Bloomington and so uh, the bird activity does pick up whether the numbers you know compared to past years in April are picking up or not I can't speak to that but but I can say birds are males are out singing the males who you know claiming their territory and attracting a mate and and birds are working on building nests. He also explained that birds will appear even more vibrant in the next upcoming weeks. Another two weeks from now, it will be even greater. You know, that the first week of May can really be a spectacular time for birds in Indiana. And we get all these birds that are coming back from the tropics that have spent their winter down there and will be arriving. Most of them end up being in, in some of our state parks and forests, national forests, etc. But uh, some, some will actually be here in town as well. Roop described the various birds, especially songbirds, that will be coming to bird feeders in many homes during the last week of April and the first week of May. These include birds such as the rose-breasted grosbeaks, warblers, and indigo buntings. Some of these birds, like the indigo bunting, have migratory patterns ranging from southern Canada to northern Florida during the breeding season. The indigo bunting, a bright blue songbird, can be nicknamed blue canaries because of this. The most common places for spotting these birds are noted to be in weedy fields and shrubby areas near trees. Posted on April 1st through Indigo Nature's Facebook page, Roop stated, quote, Due to the COVID-19 pandemic and the governor's stay-at-home order for Indiana, I will not be offering tours during the month of April. Instead, please like this page to be notified of virtual birding videos and Facebook Live events that I will be offering, end quote. Through this pandemic crisis, Roop admitted that it has been more of a challenge to continue getting people involved with the birdwatching community. However, on the other hand, he stated that serious birdwatchers have still continued to get outside individually. According to Roop, April is usually one of the busiest times of the year for indigo birding tours. Although social distancing has forced many businesses to close, the birdwatching community seems to continue thriving through the use of social media as an outlet to keep people involved and connected. The Bloomington Bird Fest was set to happen on April 4th at the new Switchyard Park. However, because of circumstances, it was canceled. The festival began about three years ago from a group of IU biology members and has grown as an educational event and celebration of birds with the involvement of the Sassafras Audubon Society. 
SAS represents Monroe, Lawrence, Owen, Green, Morgan, Jackson, Brown, and Bartholomew counties in Indiana. Roop explained it as a, quote, group of people that care about bird education trying to come together and provide an event that reaches out to people who may not go out and explore birds otherwise, end quote. In efforts to keep citizens involved, the Sassafras Audubon Society has been making posts every day on their Facebook page with info on birds for people to learn more about them. Roop explained other ways that the birdwatching community has been staying connected. These include Facebook pages such as Birding in Indiana, Indiana Birdwatching, and sites like eBird, a way to connect and post observations of birds and natural discoveries. Roop expressed other ways that the community is staying involved and connected even with social distancing. For example, yesterday there was a group of 35 American avocets, which are these pretty spectacular long-legged shorebirds that um, aren't very common around here, that showed up at a beach, I think down at Fairfax on Lake Monroe. And, you know, the word got around the birding community and people were going down there to check it out and, and take pictures and such. But, but I you know, that's just the internet and people that are already connected getting their chances to uh, to go and find something that something pretty cool that somebody else has already found. One of Roop's videos for the Indigo Tours was recently sponsored and posted by Toms of Maine on their own social media page. The videos included sites on Morgan Monroe State Forest and Brown County State Park, where Roop explored signs of spring for people to see. To those who may wonder what the outcome can be for watching birds in nature, Roop expressed the importance of not only noticing the birds, but just being in nature, especially during this pandemic crisis. There are plenty of studies that show that being out in nature are good for your emotional and mental health. And so people are feeling stressed or cooped up and well off their game. This would be a chance to just just go outside and, and go for a walk in a park, you know, keep your social distance and all that. But even if, you do, if you're not learning what every bird song is, you can still go out and uh, you know, breathe in and relax and, and take in surroundings. And, and uh, I think it's probably a good thing for people to do. For WFHB, I'm Katrine Bruner. Thanks for listening.